Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! What's up, homies? I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Did you know that the Poggers guy is bad now? Oh, yeah, we actually were just talking about this before the thing. He was tweeting about because a, a lady fucking got shot and died in the Capitol because she was st- storming because she's a, uh, honestly a dumbass. And he was like, oh, the MAGA martyr, the MAGA martyr. What are you talking about, Poggers guy? Get out of here. That's very not Poggers of him. I knew Gutex was problematic when he was hanging out with that <laughs> that snake, that rat, Mike Ross. This goes to all my friends in the fighting game community. Fuck Mike Ross. Do you think calling him not poggers is like the biggest insult you could bestow upon this man? I hope so. I would imagine it's pretty detrimental to him because like no one knows Gutex, but they know the poggers face. He's like, no, (laughs) don't take my one thing away from me. Then I'll just have to be like Street Fighter V's 13th best Dalsim. Sag. I think I, I think I did that right. Monka S. See, I don't know what any of these things mean. I just I watch streamers and then they say them and then I'm like, okay, I think he did something good. Is that Monka S or is that Sag? I have no idea what you guys are talking about, so I barely know what Poggers is. So. Poggers. Anyway, yeah, so we're hot off the heels of uh, some dumbasses storming the Capitol and let the cops be. It's just it's it's absurd. They were literally walked in by the police. Just so much shit going on right now. But I'm sure you guys are seeing enough of that on the news if you're paying attention and not a red hat. We already told them to never listen to us, so hopefully they listened. Um, yeah, get out of here, you stinky, you stink, you stink people, you orcs. <laughs> Why are they always orcs? You know what I mean? Sometimes they're goblins. So we received some emails, and let me tell you, never have I received a more interesting email in my life, because we have an email from one of the guildies who left our guild to find bigger and brighter things, and honestly, that seems like a fucking good-ass move. Yeah, I'm sure she found that, because, uh, yeah, as we alluded to, it's been a little bit rough with the two-team thing, which is still... I feel like we're only still still getting more and more people every week, it feels like. Who are these people and where do they keep coming from? <laughs> I, I, you're the recruiter. I assume you vet these people. No, that's Not that the any thing. of them are bad. They just there's a lot of them suddenly. I, th- I think it's just everyone's having such a good time that they're inviting their friends and then their friends are ready. And I'm like, who is this person? I've never seen you in my life. Why are you on my team? Who are you? So I will do a cat XJ speed run read here. She starts off by saying, hey, I stumbled upon your podcast a few weeks ago and have been binging on them. Don't think we've ever talked outside of Raid, but I never had a negative opinion towards you guys. I actually enjoyed you guys. Haha. I was listening to your latest pod about the two groups. I would say that you guys talk it out as a raid. I know the guild is a casual guild, but it seems like there's clearly a divide in the people who try hard and the more casual people. At this point, it just seems like one group is going to be struggling behind in the raid. When I left, I told Kata that I didn't like the officers were all grouping up to do dungeons and were not helping people gear up when the raid was about to come out. She told me that they were slowly gearing people up and that uh, she was sorry they didn't get to me in time. The final straw for me was when I found out the officers were all doing dungeon achievement runs. Anywho, I enjoyed the podcast. I wish we talked and interacted more when I was in the guild. Happy New Year. Bitch, she ain't wrong. To be fair, they weren't all officers, but it was three-fifths officers and two... I mean, one of them used to be an officer back in the old guild. So yeah, I mean, yeah, she's not wrong. So this notion that some of the officers and higher-ups were running people through content to get them caught up was there like a sign-up sheet was it an informal thing because like not to be like no one ever reached out but like no one ever reached out to be like hey does everyone want to go and get some stuff i just assume everyone went with their friends to do the content yeah i mean like there there's nothing ever official like that but i feel like it's just kind of understood that like we would want to try to help out as many people as possible especially people that are going to be on our raid team and when you see that 
the same group of five people who are mainly higher up people in the guild are only running content with each other. And then not only that, then after they're done on their mains and they like level up and do the same thing with their alts and then they do it again with their third alts and then they run these achievement runs on their fourth alts. It, it looks really bad when like they could be using that time to help out other people. Yeah. So there's. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like I think Kata might have just said that to like, I mean, not cover, but kind of to cover because it is very informal like there is no way to be like yeah we're gonna run you through this and you through this it's basically if you ask and people are available then you're in but like it's really hard when those five are in sitting in their own discord and it's really hard to read i mean you can whisper them obviously but it just feels like it's a there's a lot more barriers to entry than there should be i feel like to getting into like these groups and it's especially hard when you're a healer because most groups right now we actually like usually have a healer you know yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad. Maybe I was the reason, part of the reason as well. It's funny because we actually we received an email who was asked to be remained anonymous and not have his email read about a new guild on Proudmore and if we wanted to join it, basically. And I was like, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna jump ship now, but like, if you want to run some content on and your raid nights. If you need people to raid and they doesn't conflict with our raid nights, I'm only sound to raid a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm not leaving this guild and it will it'll fix itself in the long run of the expansion. People will drop off eventually, but it is a little bit annoying now. In some alternate universe, when we like, because remember, there was a time when we wanted to leave this guild and we were like, we can find the new guild like we could do something else. We came from Animal House, our first ever guild that we miss and love so much. And I was like, towel snaps in the chat, everyone. Which, which I honestly I'll always remember Animal House is such a fun guild. It's so we were in the, like the guild lasted for like less than a month when we were in there, but it was so fucking fun. Those old people event were so fucking hilarious. I mean, God. Yeah, it's it's interesting how little time we spent there and how little that we actually did in it. But like towel snaps in the chat, uh, our war against Kim. I I think about Kim probably every three weeks. She did nothing wrong to me, but I was like, I'll never forgive her. Pants are overrated. Needs to be taken down. I think they came back for Shadowlands, didn't they? Didn't we see them around? Yeah, I forgot about that, but Kim was the one who led, like, basically, she took half of Animal House and made Pants are Overrated, and that was the reason why it really spiraled, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they did all the raiders, and it's funny, because back then, we didn't know, we were just, like, leveling our people through, like, like fucking Pandaria, just shitting around, and there, there was real guild drama happening, which, who knows, maybe it's justified, maybe it's the reason why we left shitty-ass credibility and phoenix fusion you know what i mean and we're just like maybe kim's a good guy guys what if kim's a good guy this whole time it's 2021 it's a year of changeover maybe kim is no what is this blasphemy you're spitting of course kim's the villain there's one thing i know in my heart and it's kim is to be villainized and there's a second thing i know is that chris wherever he may be as a baby face as a baby face can get Chris, I miss you. Please come back. This is this is our like nineteenth call out to you into the ether. If you're listening, please send us an email. <laughs> Towel snap. But we got a third email, and it was a little bit of raid advice after we spent last week wiping nonstop on Blood Council, and it is from Drew. He says, <laughs> "Wiping all night on Blood Council <laughs> sounds like a really bad bathroom time." <laughs> I was I was literally over here like yeah. Cubbywub and I at Chipotle yesterday, we were wiping constantly on Blood Council. <laughs> Ooh, I feel like this is my fourth time on podcast saying this, but guys, get a bidet. Come on now. Anyways, he says, hey, DNR crew, love your podcast, although you're filthy alliance scum and should be purged from the land. <sighs> Boo. Boo this man. Anywho, I was listening to the season finale and heard you were having trouble downing the Blood Council. My guild, shout out to Old God River Anasera, uses this kill order. Nicholas... Stavros and then Frida. Oh, is that like the opposite of what we did? Old God River. Also, yes, I think that is the opposite of what we did. Wait, what was your order again? Who's first? Nicholas and then Strav Stavros and then Frida. I think yes, we've been, that we've... is the direct opposite of what we do. We were killing Stavros last, but on our successful three hundredth poll, we were. It was Frida, Nicholas, Stavros. Er, ah. 
Yeah, so, Stavros in the middle. I can't speak tonight. <laughs> but then he says, if you use this strat, you'll never have to deal with the waiters. Place a marker for the dance partners to run to in order to avoid chaos. It becomes a bit of a heal slash DPS check, but you will eliminate one of the most annoying mechanics in the boss uh, The boss offers. Happy killing and remember, for the horde. Hmm, I think I need to like scrub my tongue after even saying that, but then uh, he signs it off he- as Drew, a.k.a. Flex Mentalo, a.k.a. Critness. <gasps> Crit. Also, I'm going to take that clip of, of you saying for the horde. I'm going to put it behind like horde music and some horns and like <laughs> I, I literally was for like, the horde. immune, you fool. You gave him a perfect sound bite. <laughs> That's what all those crumbums and Ogremar need. Oh, don't worry. I responded and I told him to have fun in his dirty mud pit. <laughs> but I also thanked him for the tip. And I said that the next time we pull blood council, I'll bring it up. Actually, this week we just started right on Daddy D. So we haven't even pulled them yet. This fight is so cool, the fact that you can just tailor the shit to, like, what your guild's good at. Now, when he told, when he said that, like, we still have to interrupt, I'm sitting here thinking, is that better or is that worse for us? I think that might actually be worse because people are better at shooting things than interrupting things. Now, not by a very large margin, that's for sure. (laughs) But I think (laughs) we'd struggle a little bit more with that with our group. I mean, regardless, we have our fourth healer back this week, so I think in general it will be easier. Um, last week, in order to pull, uh, clear this, well, I don't know. Should, should we just go right into, I guess, raid now? Is that where we are? Yeah, what the hell else are we doing, man? Do nothing else but drinking my little alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the end last week, we basically spent the second night pulling Blood Council the entire night and wiping. And then during that time, the other group... Sorry, I was burping. I was like, oh my god, that's dramatic suspense. I was there, and I was like, what's he gonna say? (laughs) The other group downed Daddy D for the first time while we were continually wiping on this. And not only did they drop him at this moment, they dropped him when we were like, well, what do we do? Like, I just feel like we can't do this with our current comp. And then we're like, we need to, like, tell them to send somebody over to help us. Like, after they finish Daddy D, like, they can send someone over and help us because we won't even be able to get there with this current comp. And while we're discussing this, we get, like, the guild-wide notification saying that our guild downed Daddy D. It wasn't just us (laughs) saying it. It was Aaron literally sent over Mike. Aaron said, maybe they can send one of their healers over after they kill Daddy D in such a funny, fucking sarcastic way. And then one second later, Uno Moss has killed (laughs) Sire (laughs) Danathrius. I was getting very perturbed that night. I'm like, I'm going to get in a fight with someone. <laughs> yeah, it was the two of us really speaking up. And like, I was in the chat, like, sounding off. I'm like, fuck this. Well, I wasn't really saying fuck this, but I was, like, definitely being pretty snarky about the situation in the chat because, yeah, we, we just, the writing was on the wall that they were just going to continue downing bosses, make their way through heroic while we just wipe on Blood Council the rest of the night. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like we haven't said why, though, because... My prediction was true. Cynical did not show up. One of our main healers, our second best healer, and honestly, the entire guild, he just didn't show up. And we're sitting here like, where the fuck is he? Like, what is he doing? He was on two hours earlier doing random battlegrounds and people were whispering him and he wasn't responding. So after this whole mess, uh, Lynn, our raid lead, we're talking officer chat and we're like, has anyone talked to Cynical yet? And... He was like, I'm, I'll, I'll whisper him. Five hours later, he's like, he hasn't responded and he's been online this whole time. And I'm like, what is he, this man? What is this man doing? Apparently, he just happened to miss the whispers because I guess his battlegrounds are so intense. Which I guess, to be fair, if you don't have like that whisper window set up, if you're in a battleground, text is scrolling fucking fast. So you're going to miss it. But I don't know, man. Like, I, what's going on? Now, I don't want to throw chum in the water here. I don't want to fuel any uh, conspiracy theories. But do you think we have a crit situation in which the cynical we saw was cynical's dog? (laughs) It was was the long lost second cousin online doing battlegrounds. (laughs) A cynical, he sat, I don't know about him, but he doesn't sound old enough to have a grandson that's taking over for him. But maybe he has a close family pet. Do we know if he has a cat that has that extra thumb, something that could do RBGs and ignore <laughs> us? I, I wish that these these crazy theories could somehow hold a little bit of water. But when Cynical joined us in Raid again, which was this week's Raid yesterday, 
uh, he literally made, I'm not even kidding, he made about eight or nine references to how the raid wasn't a battleground. <laughs> he said, oh, it's been really hard. I, I, where are the towers at? Where are the Wintergrass vehicles? Where, oh, I'm at, I'm at Mage Tower, but I don't see anybody here. He literally kept making, the, I'm like, we okay, Cynical, we get it. You were trapped in Battleground land. You don't got to pretend like you're so trapped there during this raid to fucking put the pressure off. But overall, the note, it was such a noticeable difference this week. Well, so we had June, bless her fucking heart. June, who's a, she's a, a Boomkin main this expansion, raiding with the other team. She came, she left, she abandoned team two to come heal for us she forsake one week of heroic great vault loot because they cleared three bosses and she came and healed us instead of getting any loot because she's a fucking angel she's a god an angel sent from god above and she saved us yeah so she came over and then we i think that on the second poll after she came there we down blood council and then we just one shot sludge fist and one shot stone generals after that like all of this, like, in the last 20 minutes of raid, it felt like, is, like, a, a dash to the end. We just needed a healer to heal our mistakes. And that was it. And so, so then, yesterday, she's back in her group, because Kat is off, so, so, so she's healing that group for them. We have our main healers back, and it felt fine it felt amazing the only delay we had was because discord was fucking up randomly for everybody all at once and it was really bizarre yeah so i'll let aaron speak to this mainly but like he was one of the ones who had discord problems and as our main hero class it made for a little bit of a weird interaction we had to pull off well it was yeah like i wish i could have like a big story of like oh it was so confusing i could only hear words but i could hear nothing so i was just like I guess I get to listen to the fight. And it really only glitched out for like the last 45 minutes or so. And during that time, all we were doing was fighting the dog boss. And I knew what to do being the hero guy. I knew what, like when to do hero. So I'm like, I guess I'm just gonna do it then. And I think it went all right. Then someone else was heroing. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna... I'm just going to do me tonight. Well, it's funny. So after we wiped a couple times, I was like, okay, well, me and Immune, we we spent oh, fucking, I don't even know, like what, like almost two hours trying to pug heroic to do a little catch up over the weekend with the, with group two. Cause I was like, oh, well, I was like, I want a vault that has three, that has a heroic option. And so we, we pugged Shriekwing, killed that. We wiped on Huntsman for maybe an hour and spent the remaining hour and 10 minutes trying to fill the group because no healers wanted to pug it. So it was awful. But I used that strategy and we, we made a battle plan about like what to do and, and when to do it and when to hero. And we forgot that you weren't in the Discord. <laughs> so we made this whole plan that involved you without telling you until after the first pull of it. <laughs> But then once we found out that that like you weren't in the Discord, then I also I completely forgot that we have hunters. We have three hunters that are they're all BM. They could hero like. So what is what is that ability that does the hero for hunters? Because I thought it was just us and shamans that did it. Um, hunters, uh, ferocity pets can primal rage, which is just a lust or just a time warp, really. Um, same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's not even like reduced, right? It's the exact same. I think the same same amount of haste. I'm pretty sure. I think so. So I have like this dinosaur on my hunter that I use as my like hero pet. Is it the one from Throne of Thunder or or is it Siege of Ogremar? There's like that one dinosaur that everyone's got, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one from Siege, right? But yeah, so I mean, like, it's it's fine. Literally, all group one needs is to have all healers show up. Our damage was better. We could still do a little better in the damage department. But I feel like we're st I feel like now people are hitting a lot harder than they were last week, which is a good start. Yeah, so we started this week on normal Daddy D. And overall, I think it took us only like three or four pulls. And it, it was pretty easy. It was like we were pulling so much damage that we pushed him to the, like the next the next mechanic in phase one way earlier than anyone expected, which that is why we wiped like the first few times because like the healers weren't prepared to have to top everyone off before everyone was lifted up and slammed down. So people were dying to that and we're like, whoa, we did not know we were able to push it this fast. 
I, I can't believe that this bug is still in where hunter pets can't reach the balcony to shoot the casting people. This is a melee-heavy group. Half of our ranged people are BM hunters who had to switch to marksmen, which, yes, marksmen is optimal, but they were all like, we want to play BM. We like our exotic pets. Like, it's our class fantasy, like, you know? And Cass was like, I'm not switching. And it's like, Cass, I fucking respect that. But also, <laughs> what are we going to do if we can't get <laughs> You know what I mean? Cause like, Okay, so they were talking about it. Did they have to, like, jump like a superhero, disengage over the pit every time? Okay, so this is really funny. Last week, like, when they were talking about it at the end of our, our raid last week, they are like, man, BM Hunters, what do we do? And I was like, I was like, I just pulled this out of my ass, like, on Discord as people were leaving. I was like, I think you could, like, turn around, disengage, get over to the platform, dismiss your pet, resummon it, and then start attacking these these members over there and like no one said anything but then they said that they tried it this week and it worked Cass said that she's like i disengaged but i almost didn't make it and i was like honestly that's terrifying you turn your back to the fucking empty space and you just jump backwards to try to reach the platform luckily our group is literally half venthyr and half night bay so the melee could just uh, door of shadows over there and i guess well it, everyone's worried that 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 they were going to be stuck there but daddy d pulls you pretty quickly after you go over there so it worked out pretty well with all that happening yeah and actually um our rogue slice who i guess is a venthyr he door of shadowed over there and started like attacking it and then he killed it he and i killed it because i was also helping smite it down and then he i just see him kill it and he turns over he just stares over and he's like oh what do i do now i'm like oh slice baby i gotcha and i pull him back over <laughs> fucking the strats we have to use just because bm hunters can't get their pets over there what's wrong dumb but yeah so currently we are going to be pulling hungering i feel like we're, we we literally almost killed hungering on that first pull that we did it so th it, I, I think it'll be easy i'm worried for the next couple of fights because we already struggle on normal inerva we already struggle on normal sun king so i will see can you do artificer first before those other two I think so. I don't know what that adds, That what mechanic it adds. I guess we'll find out. You know what else you're going to find out? Uh, ooh, my shoe size in Europe. Ooh, that would be interesting. But no, I'm thinking about this week's time warp. <laughs> Bug snacks. Bunker, bunker. A fryball, fryball. So, <laughs> for <laughs> it's been a, a hot second. Uh, for those who do not know, ooh. time warp is... 40 seconds of trivia. These two have to name the answers that of the question I ask. And the loser has to drink an alcohol. No, please, no. Please don't make me consume the alcohol in the podcast where I drink. So this epic American holiday, we're going to we're going to give our thanks to the heroes of the World of Warcraft, the Oceanic Servers. I want you two to give me as many of the Oceanic servers, there's not a bunch, that you can name. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess. I don't even know where to start, honestly. And go. Frostmorn, Barthalos. Is Draka an Oceanic server? I don't know. Frostmorn. I don't even think Barthalos is one. I know for sure Frostmorn is one, so, so if you don't get one, I'm going to win. But... Let me think, let me think. Uh, Blade's Edge. Uh, is there an Oceanic Proudmoor? Wait, are we Oceanic? No, that, they, no, they're not because we're West Coast. Uh, um, um, what, what is Barthalos? And why do I keep wanting to say it? Is Kel'Thuzad? I don't know. Fuck, I, no, I think it might be. Or is it a Hispanic server? A Latin X server. Time. Frostmoor. So, <laughs> uh, Slide wins. He got Frostmorn, and he got Barthalos. It is! Whatever yeah, that baby, is. it is! <laughs> what is Barthalos? I'm Googling it right now. More importantly, what is number one connected server, connect, or number one oceanic server, connected Jubathos? What is Jubathos? Oh my god, okay, me and me and Amin were just talking about Jubathos. We had somebody in our group, and I was like, 
dude, what the fuck's Jubethos and who is he? And I, he's a member of, I believe, the orc clan with the samurai swords. I'm pretty sure. No, Jubethos, or, or was he the guy who led the Blackrock clan at a certain point? Jubethos, a fell orc blade master, took up leadership of the Blackrock clan orcs in Lodoran during the Third War. And for some reason, he gets a server named after him. <laughs> and it is the most popular server over there. Bartholas was once a paladin who served under Tyrion, but he was purged by Arthas when he was turned into... Oh, he was purged by Arthas, and then he was raised and turned into a gross undead guy. He's in Stratholm. What is up well, with... Wait, why did they name all the Oceanic servers after bad guys? Bartholas, Jubethos, Frostmorn. What's up with that? Thracian. Oh my god. Sour Fang. <laughs> oh, Blizzard is tipping their hat. Sour Fang was a bad guy the whole time. He, they laid out the seeds and we picked him up. Oh, no. Amon Thul, his hair was... Oh, wait, no. I was thinking of Nalus Aran. I'm sorry. Maybe Amon Thul is a bad guy and they're telling us now in advance. Oh, no. Is Sour Fang becoming a bad guy actually part of this ugh, incoming Sylvanas face turn that's totally going to happen that she knew all along in her, like, 5D chess? Yeah, she was like, I had to kill him because he was a baddie. He, and it's like, oh, wow, Sarfang was killing innocent Stormwood children? I can't believe it. How did no one find champion. this out? <laughs> he left a scar on her face, champion. The only people who cut people are bad guys. <laughs> okay, take take your take your drink or whatever you're doing over there. Yeah, because you lost. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's been, been a minute. Let me go get my shot ready. So why he gets his shot... I was talking with Tyre uh, in uh, the Guild Discord about Anduin being a golden boy, and he raised the point that it was funny that Anduin is the only person to come out of Torghast, like, or to be in Torghast and to not be, like, absolutely devastated by being in there. Because, you know, like, Bane came out, like, what, like a month ago, and he's still yeah. sitting on the floor of Orbos, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, like, Jaina is going crazy, and Thrall was yeah. beat up. But... I was thinking about it, and it honestly, that makes sense, because I think Anduin's greatest torture is the torture of his friends, right? They're not going to torture Ooh. Anduin. They won't torture Anduin. They're going to, like, have him hear the screams of his compatriots who he, like, respects and loves, because torturing Anduin will get you nothing, because my man's too strong. Oh, I was going to say he's too weak. He's got little paper bones. You're going to hit him at, with like 30%. He's going to snap like a twig and be like, oh, shit, we killed him. Fuck, we needed that guy, Savannah. Come on. Okay, I'm back with my shot I, of Smirnoff. I didn't know. I didn't know he was so thin. <laughs> oh, the shot. <laughs> Kicking off season three, baby. Season three. Okay, I so the email that we got from the person who said that they did not want their email read on the pod, which is fair. My favorite part, wait, hang on. Was that the same guy who's called it the season two finale, or is that the other guy? Honestly, two did. out of the three, two out of the three of these emails said referred to it as uh, in, 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 specifically referred to the last episode as our season two finale. That's crazy. I love that. Like, isn't it weird that like we said it as a joke but it legitimately was our season two finale like we have seasons and people are calling it as such yes it was the title of the episode but it's still like crazy to me that it's like yeah your finale i heard it and i have some this to say to you like what it's very much so the wwe energy where arbitrarily after wrestlemania they're like it's a new season now it's like but you never stopped I have yeah, bad we're bringing news. the same lackluster energy that we brought to the season two finale here in the season three uh, beginning. Aaron, I'm so sorry to tell you, but you've been drafted to Frazzlecast, and now we get Frazzly on our pod. The Frazz is ours. Get out of here, Aaron. Dang. I, I don't well, whatever. Through. I'm going to have Panzer on, and we're going to talk bad about you. She's putting away our past drama for new drama. You guys actually just reboot Trade Chat, but she lets you do it this time because of, she's on it. Who who would be the general manager of both shows? One would have to be Ro. Ro would be the GM of, like, SmackDown. Who's the GM of Raw? Taliesin? I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we need to email us. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd, be fucking, it'd be fucking Asmongold. And then Ro no. would like set a bunch of mouse traps in his room. And he'd be like, Ro! 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, I have the real answer here. I feel like Belluar has to be involved here somewhere, and he has to be on the brand that we're not on. Belluar's... <laughs> don't, don't, you keep Belluar out of the podcasting sphere. He's a dirty YouTuber who makes shit videos. Belluar, we're back to fucking fight you on your... Fu- you know what? You're right. He is the other GM. We want him... No, I'm going to say dead. We don't want him dead. I mean, <laughs> we want him defeated in combat. We want him minorly inconvenienced in some way, maybe. I sassed him the other day on Twitters.com, and he didn't say anything, which means I won. Wow, wow, wow. What does that put us at? Our, what's our DNR versus Belluar counter now that you have officially beaten him in that Twitter feud? Honestly, every day that I walk, that I wake up and breathe fresh, free air is another win against Belluar. <laughs> Big Bell is trying to take me down. Okay, so I'm going to say the DNR for Belluar is zero. I almost got us into a feud with Limit. I, I was, I, I, <laughs> uh, the GM of Limit was tweeting about how nobody likes, what system was it? A system in BFA that people are tired of. Oh, no one likes the faction war. The faction war, every, nobody actually likes it. It's blah, blah, blah. And I said, I, I actually like it. It's all that I tweeted but he didn't respond. But it's a powder keg, and I almost got us into a feud with him. I genuinely do like the faction war, though. Warcraft Radio had a tweet that was basically similar to that. It was basically asking people's opinions about what the what like WoW should do with it or if they should let people do cross-faction content together. No, they, they honestly, the thing is, at this point, they almost can't. Because what's going to happen when they do cross-faction raiding? People are still going to take their own people. If I'm making a group and I see uh, a three orc rogues and an orc mage sign up, I'm going to fucking wait. And if I see that they're an orc mage, I'm going to be like, hmm, I don't know about this guy. And then also, when you mix the contents randomly, what's going to happen is people are going to join your group and be like, this is why I didn't play Alliance, because they don't know this fight. And you know what I mean? It's going to cause like micro fights like in groups. It's going to be fucking annoying. They already do that shit in Battlegrounds. Like, whenever the Lions doesn't do well in Battlegrounds, then, like, at least one person, I think it's a meme at this point, is like, ugh, this is why I main Horde, and this is my all. Alliance doesn't know how to play this game. It's literally every game, and I'm like, is this a script that, like, somebody's been passing around? Like, I feel like everyone says the same exact thing. I think we should remove yeah. it. We and, should remove and you that. Know, you know who's been passing it around? Big Bell you are. No! Ding 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 five zero. He's lucky. He's on probably an EU server. He probably, I assume he is, right? He has to be. He's some kind of European. I don't know the fuck he is. Get your potatoes out of here, Bill. You are. So <laughs> new this week is that the Twisting Corridors is out. Have you guys done it yet? No. No, I. <laughs> I was like, I'll do that today, maybe. And then you texted in our group, like it is double digits amount of floors and it's really tough and i said i'll do that later okay so i will say as a hot tip for the listeners if you're doing the like the find clues about anduin quest you need to find apparently three clues and you can get them just by defeating uh, in air quotes end boss and those count like floor 6 12 and 18 because it's like twisting corridors is 18 floors total so i guess the fastest easiest way would just be to go in kill like kill your way through to floor six get the clue there leave or die or whatever and then do it again and then do it again so you can get all three clues just by doing like one through six. Oh, that's cool yeah it's faster and easier because like i went into this like this morning and i was like oh this is easy like i was breezing through like floors one through six it's easy like as a healer things were just falling over and i'm like i don't even have that great of animal powers so i like didn't even like clear all the mobs on any of the floors and I make it through to like floor 11 and I'm like feeling kind of good. I'm like, okay, I get to the floor 12 boss and I only have like 35 animal powers at this point because I've, I skipped a lot of trash. I skipped a lot of like places that probably had some animal powers or some phantasma so that I could buy some more. And I get to this floor 12 boss and it is so hard. It's like significantly harder than anything that's come before it. And... I die five times. I'm I'm like down to zero life. So the next time I die, like it's over. And on that life, I barely killed him. 
so I, I have my two clues now, and then I'm like, I'm like, this if this boss is this hard, how hard is four thirteen gonna be? And then I start going into four thirteen, and I immediately die on the first trash mob on that floor. I'm like, holy shit, this is so much harder. I guess that like the way this uh, twisting corridors works is like one through eleven is pretty easy, and then all of a sudden it goes from like level two difficulty to like bubble vicious difficulty all of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I keep hearing about how fucking, like, tough it's going to be at higher levels. Or even just, I mean, higher floors within your floors. So I guess you got to just get all the anima powers you can and don't fucking let any go. Did you use your the thing from Venari? The one where you use 100 of your Stygia or 100 of your Phantasma and you gain a buff? No. Remember the thing that the thing that Venari sells that I said you when you you spend a hundred of your Phantasma you get a thirty minute buff like mine was like agility increased by three hundred or something like that you get random effects that honestly is gonna probably be clutch. Are you acquaintances with Venari or are you just professional work friends? Almost pr- acquaintances. Right now we're like a little bit like three quarters of the way through professional work friends. Ah, uh, I see. Well, you know, between professional work friends and acquaintances is I'll stop and talk to you at the grocery store, but not for a while. Yeah, just like brief small talk, but I'll, con- I'll like continually like look around like to see like, oh, where's my next out? So I don't have to like continue this conversation I don't want to be a part of. I'm just trying to get to white person closed mouth smile and nod and raising eyebrows with her. I feel like that's really the goal to strive for. Is that when you're officially able to, like, start socketing your gear? I think uh, so. I think I think that's more on, like, I'll show you a picture of my dog, but not a lot of them because I don't want you knowing there's pictures of my dog on my phone. <laughs> she fucking knows. She knows all the pictures of dogs in your phone. She actually follows your, dog in- your dog's Instagram account that you run, so... No, not rhubarb! You know, I'm really bummed that we missed out last week when Renown cap was 18 because that means we got we missed that we got to make renown being legal jokes <laughs> well this week renown just turned 21 so that means i feel like renown can like officially be our fourth co-host on this podcast oh, but you know did you see what happened last weekend renown can't hold their their drinks no i rounded a corner in revendreth and i just hear and i go my renown is that you? Oh, you you took it too hard, buddy. Oh man, you do not want to be fucked up in Reverend Dress too. You take one bad step off a cliff and you're done for. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I hate Reverend Dress. How did you two fucking live there? Navigating it is horrible. And I use goblin gliders to get around. I never do that anywhere, and it's still horrible. Actually, I didn't start using Goblin Gliders until like last week in Revendreth, but it is really annoying. It's probably the most annoying to navigate around, and maybe I'm just used to it now that I like know like, oh, to get to this part that's really far away from that elevator over there, I need to go to that elevator over there, then go up, and then go over. I just float. I mean, I can, I can kind of do that. It's just so horrible. I just recently got two flight paths in Revendreth. Today! Like, what? Where are... They're so hidden away in the caverns and cliffs of this fucking horrible ass place i can't stand it i would trade every cliff and every tower in revendreth or rather i would rather have them than just the tier maze area in ardenweld when you have to go do that thing where you hop on a dragon and shoot 45 bees i know <laughs> i have to pack a lunch because i will die every time i try and get through there even with shimmers even with invisibility there's just too, so many guys and so many big walls. I'm like, oh, well, at least I made it pretty far on my first go. I have good news for you. You don't have to do it. Do I don't know how I know that? I've never done that quest before in my life. <laughs> Still, I don't know what that quest is. <laughs> yeah, but Aaron's just going for all of them to like get all of his anima and rep. But you don't got to do it. That's what I'm saying. You don't got to do it. No, there's only one quest in the entire game I don't do, and that's the PvP under Hero's Rest. That's some baloney. It's like, you can kill people, or you can kill one Laren that respawns every 15 minutes, and it's the one. You just gotta kill him 20 times. We just need to bring our squad in there and light everyone up for, like, 10 minutes. I love those quests. I love those quests so much. I get so many whispers from people. Actually, it was funny. 
I was doing the one in Reverend Draft, and I killed, uh, I guess it was a Drain Eye Shaman, but I didn't know she was Drain Eye, because I just see a red tag, and I'm like, you're fucking dead. And they listened to me saying, hey man, fucking knock it off. And I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were Alliance, or I wouldn't have killed you more than two times. <laughs> they did not respond. <laughs> How dare you kill my sister? Her tail jewelry was horrible. She was asking for it. What color did she choose? It was like gold. Ugh, so gaudy. Ugh, I am not a rose gold kind of lady. Me neither. I obviously use the silver and blue crystal because it's the one thing I can customize. Oh, uh, here we go. Starting again. All right, well, I mean, there's no time like 45 minutes in to talk about what, what we did in WoW this week. So, Aaron, kick us off with what you did in the World of Warcraft the end of the this podcast. week in <laughs> this week in the world of warcraft you know what i my life sounds so boring but i just put nose to the grindstone and kept doing it i am about two days away from being exalted with the undying army and probably next week i'll be exalted with the queen's court i believe that's the ardenweld people so honestly Fuck the avowed. I'm Whoa. for some reason I'm way behind for them. Well, it's because the avowed is like that weird sinstone one, right? Or no, with the the bastion people, the ascended, I believe their name might be. Oh, oh yeah, 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 it's ascended. No, like the side ones, like fucking queens, or like the wild hunt. I met them once, and then I don't know how to get rep with them, so I'm like, well, I guess we'll just be chummy. Honestly, though. Uh, I think you mean the Court of Night, probably. Same. I, I, they're my, my lowest one, and I was like, where are you people? How do I find you? I just discovered them onto my rep thing the other day, and I'm like, neutral with them. I'm like, what? Where does this rep come from? I live there, and I couldn't even tell you who the Court of Night are or what they do. I do not remember. I don't know if they're just like so tightly tied in with uh, the other one. I, I don't know. But... I did have a major breakthrough in my adventures, but I'm saving that for approximately 15 minutes later. Toot toot. So, <laughs> you know it. Immune, what did you get up to in the World of Warcraft? Well, I also did a little bit more world questing this week to try to catch up uh, to Aaron and everyone else in the rep game. I'm exalted with the Court of Harvesters. Revered with everyone else besides that one that we just mentioned that I just discovered. And other than that, I, you know, I've been doing all my callings, all my daily, like daily, weekly things, obviously. But this week, I really focused on trying to push my mythic keys and get my like reader IO up and things like that. And I think all of my dungeons right now are at least eight keys. I'm nervous. I, I'm still nervous to like push higher keys. I don't know. I've just been like pugging like by, my, by myself sometimes even. And I don't know, like it's it's been fine, <laughs> but some slide, of these people slide are bad. like immune. What are you doing in there? I'm pugging. Leave me alone. Don't come in. I'm pugging. No, it's fine. I was busy doing battlegrounds, so I watched him do it, and I was like, eh, I don't want to do that. It sounds stinky. But my vault was pretty popping, at least for that section. But that's another story. My vault was weird this week. Oh, oh, oh! I guess like we can just throw this in now here. Aaron, did you do the Venthyr campaign for this week yet? Yes, I did. I was ready for a rip-roaring adventure. I sneezed, and it was over. Right? I feel like last week and every week leading up to this point for the Venthyr campaign was actually, like, pretty decently long. It, like, took longer than I would expect, but this week it was just, like, literally two quests, which, like... It's, it's like Slide Whatever. said, we were the main course for a little bit. We were owed a week where it was like, oh, that was it. I mean, some cool people showed up, though. Like, it was... Spoilers for the Venthyr campaign, but like we got to hang out with Draka and we saw the real KT, Kel'Thuzad. Wait, you saw him? Yes, yeah. his physical model was there and the Tithe Lord is like, give me my powers! And he said, no. He talked? He was, Wait, was he, that? He's, he said a t total of one line of like, I believe your usefulness is at an end. And then he went through a mirror and was gone. And destroyed the mirror on his way out. So basically, the storyline here is that Kalthazad like made a deal with the Tithe Lord, promised the Tithe Lord power. The Tithe Lord decided to give Kalthazad the Amulet of Dominion, which was 
like Prince Renathal's amulet and like the big amulet, like the last one that we as Venthyr need to like, gather. And yeah, Kel'Thuzad is like, yeah, this is mine now. Bye. And then, and then he left. That seems like a bad move to me. Why would you give it to Kel'Thuzad? <laughs> yeah, like Renathal said the same thing. He was like, you gave my amulet to a lich? Why didn't he have his amulet? Why didn't Renathal have his own amulet? Because it was taken from him when he went when he was sent to prison. Oh, what a jobber. But yeah, it was literally three quests. You walked up a hill and then it was over and it was like, I don't know, go pick up your shoulders. Oh, yeah, but we have our full set now and it's pretty bomb. Honestly, I, I like it a lot. It's looking crisp. But Slide Whistle, what was your Wowzer week like? Uh, let's see. So I was pretty busy. I hit my fucking wait, wait, <laughs> mom. No, Whoa, no. Uh, are you gonna admit that on the pod? God, let me tell you, I fucking wish I could hit Maria. I'm, oh, but she would fucking take me down so fucking fast, I'd lose my head. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> I like that. It's like, oh, I'd fight my mom, but she'd kick my ass. We so have fought. We have wrestled. I've wrestled my mom before, and she beat me because she body slammed me. Like she, she's, she does not play around. That's a story for another time. But I have indeed fought my mom and she got mad at me that I fought back and I'm like we're wrestling aren't we no okay anyway Maria also Maria keeps trying to find the podcast I told her that she was on after her phone call and she was like let me let me see it I want to hear it and I was like if you just go to my Twitter which you follow you could literally like it's you can literally find it really easily you follow Alex he tweets about it all the time but anyway I, I went back and I did some archaeology in Legion and I finally finished the This Side Up achievement, which requires, I'm not even kidding, 16 weeks to complete if you want to get your hidden artifact appearance for like your like third tier of it or whatever. Honestly, that's impressive. That's the one that no one has just because it takes so much dedication. When I got it, Faye in chat said, you didn't have that already? And then he he, he clicked it and he was like, oh, I don't have it either. <laughs> because nobody has it because no one wants to fucking do that shit. So I finally got it, which is great. It's also account wide. So that means that all my folks get some get one appearance from it. It's whatever. I have been doing a lot of PvP, a lot of the RBGs. Man, it seems so much harder to get rating this time around. Because all the fucking old folks are back playing the game. I have not been able to progress my Raid of Battlegrounds rating at all. I basically lose a game. I win a game. I lose two games. I win two games. And I'm just back to where I was at the very start of my like one hour and like 45 minute adventure. It's very fucking annoying. Because if I hit the next level, which is Challenger or is it Combatant? I think it's Challenger. Then I get... To upgrade my shit from 207 to 213, but I it just isn't happening. Yeah, and we're we're briefly talking with Papa Cheese about this too. I feel like Horde has an easier job of reaching 1600 than than we do. I feel like it's a lot harder for us. Oh, it's because it's because your chances of finding a stupid alliance group versus finding a stupid horde group. And when I say stupid, I just mean people who are trying it for the first time, don't know what they're doing, aren't verse geared. We definitely have a lot more people who are just entering it for the first time and trying it than the horde do, because this is all they fucking do is fight. So the problem is, is that in BFA, I was able to get my shit just through YOLO groups. I need to find an actual dedicated 1500 rated group, which is annoying because then I have to use Discord. I have to like play with them like at certain times. You know, it's it's, a much, it's basically like having a raid team, but in Battleground. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I think I'll save my last bit for my top two bottom boot. Hey, everyone. They data mine a cutscene. It's got Sylvanas. She's not as evil as she should be. It's got Anduin, he's there, and it's got Shalapane. Ooh, I like Shalapane, that's good. Yeah, so we kind of alluded to this earlier in the pod that like, I mean, obviously spoilers, but like, I don't think people listen to this podcast and think that we aren't going to spoil things. But anyways, basically Sylvanas is like approaching Anduin again, and he obviously joined like the Venthyr because he started casting mind games on her and he's just like, Ooh. oh, 
you never got a choice about what you wanted to do. So you're giving me a choice about what I want to do right now. If I want to join you in the jailer or not. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Stop it. Stop it. Literally, he was like, well, why don't you do this? No, no, stop talking. Pulled out that Uno reverse card. <sighs> I, I, I'm trying to understand. So I've listened to a lot of lore podcasts about like what where this is going. And it just, I mean, it seems very obvious, right? Like, Sylvanas is going to turn against the Jailer, and or the Jailer is going to realize at the last second that Sylvanas is, like, being like, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then he'll just, what, like, smash her, I guess, into the ground? Because he already basically was like, I don't care about Sire Denathrius. Fuck him. I was locked up. He can be locked up for a while, too. Oh, my God. That was a really funny part of the cinematic, though, where Sylvanas was like... So, Mr. Jailer, Sire Denathrius has been captured. And he's just like, who? And? New number, <laughs> who this? <laughs> My favorite part, because that was in actually in Torghast, right? Like, when you first enter, is that... Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when, you, when you enter, they're just casually talking, chatting, and walking by. And then when you spawn in... There's just a broker there. And I'm like, okay, so does the jailer tolerate the brokers just being in Torghast? The broker they're, was like... They're invisible. Like, but, like, to the jailer? How? It's his house. Well, that's... that's Venari does the same thing. They just do it in, like, a 5 by 5 bubble instead of her whole zone. I guess, but the man literally walked by the... By the... By, by the vendor! It was right by the dude! Part of me is questioning why, in general, everyone in the Shadowlands seems to, like, just be like, oh, okay, the brokers are here, when, like, the brokers are very shady, and they shit-talk everyone behind their backs all the time, and they're literally only here to make a buck off of everyone, and, like, no one really knows who their allegiance is to, so, like, why do people trust them? I don't trust any of them except for the black market guy at the bottom of Revendreth. I see that motherfucker two times a day and I go, hey, what's going on, man? He goes, hey, what's going on? Here's five anima. I'll be like, see you in an hour. No, right? Same. And I feel like is this, just, this is just a Revendreth thing, right? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what. I mean, maybe I actually do have a quest turn in called the black market. So maybe, but I'm assuming it was a daily. Then it's just for y'all. It's not a don't no, let me tell you it's more frequent than a daily. I don't understand what you're talking about. Girl, so it, every every few enemies, you're like, ooh, give me a cool map or a sword or something to turn into my black market man. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I have grateful offerings and I have seeds I open up by by running over flowers. That's what I do all day. But yeah, anyway, it seems like they're just being like, Anduin, you're gonna they're they're not forcing this on him yet they're just being like listen i'm giving you a chance take it say yes say yes say yes and it's like uh no and she does so by offering him a reforged version of his daddy's blade but this one looks like frostmorn yo we got a trademark shallow pain well because frostmorn is just like a like a morn weapon i guess because you know there's shadow morn and then there's Frostmourne, and then there's the two blades that you make from Broken Frostmourne for Frosty Ks. I don't know what those are called. So it seems like the Runecarver is just like mourning all these weapons. So I was listening to a podcast that I love called Lore Watch, and I guess they said that when you watch like that cinematic and you watch that like that random like mob like hammering the sword, like the the flame on on Chalamain goes from red to like blue, like it like it it transforms. So it's not a copy. They literally just like took us up and like we're gonna modify this shit. We're gonna mod the hell out of this like fucking GTA Five. Interesting. <laughs> Install the hot coffee mod into Chalamain. <laughs> But and so I don't. It seems like what? So like they want him. But why? Why Anduin? Obviously, it's, it's his prowess in the light because he is the number one light user, like NA, right? Like no one's better than him. Um, I'm right here. Okay, listen, you don't count. Fair, fair enough. But like, I feel like their plan currently is to make Anduin into a Lich King type figure. Is that what they're trying to do here? It seems like they're trying to harness his power in the light and somehow use it negatively. I mean, I don't really know how that works. That's, that's the void. This is this a callback to when, and, not really a callback, but remember in like 8.3 in BFA when Anduin saw that vision of like Nazoth destroying everything and him going like kind of shadowy and, and his hand turned like shadowy. 
I think they're trying to exploit like the void that's in him. Because, like, you know, with the light, there has to be the void or whatever, all that bullshit or whatever. So maybe that's what they're doing. And I guess I really don't know. I mean, he is technically, I think, I mean, he's hero class, but I feel like if anything, he's disc priest, which also had a shadow power. So I feel like that makes sense. Will we see an Anduin mind controlled void boss? What do you guys yes. think? Yes, I think I he will be a mid boss in a raid. You'll beat him up. And then he'll be like, oh, wait a minute, I have forsaken the light. And then explode, he'll fix Chalamane, and then he'll be like, I will use its power to open up a hole to, like, the fourth wing of the raid. That's, that's probably basically what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I think you literally just called the next raid right there. I mean, at this point, literally, whenever we make a call, we're like, no, that's too obvious. Uh, no, so if it's too obvious, and then that's the answer. That's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> I I love Blizzard, but if it happened like six years ago, they're gonna do it again. Can we they get only the, have so many tricks they can play. Let's get some nuance. I don't know. Make me a writer. I can I can write okay. I can I can hire me. I'll leave this dinky ass podcast behind for y'all. Blizzard, hear me out. Do you know how much money I've made in Moonguard on Phylistra? I have quite a way with words, and it's very effective. <laughs> okay, I, I also do have a, a side question here. We So last week we saved Thrall and Torghast, right? Yeah. yeah. So while he's chained up there, he says, Elements, I cry out to you. And I'm sitting here like, bro, the elements are on Azeroth. And I guess technically on Draenor, because <laughs> of the same. Here. How the fuck do the elements lightning channel themselves into him if he's in, he's in a different universe. He's not even close to where the elements are actually hanging out at. So what's who? Who are these elements helping them out here? So wait, are you? Is your official take that shamans should not be allowed to enter the Shadowlands? <laughs> well, like, no, they, no. They can come in. They shouldn't be able to use powers. If he's calling the elements, the elements are specifically Azeroth slash Draenor thing. He gains his powers from the primordial sources that lived there before before the old gods came over and ruined everything or whatever. Where are the elements at? We've seen zero elements in the Shadowlands other than Death Elementals. That's literally it. Where is his power coming from, and how can he cry out to them across the universe? Well, apparently Stygia, I don't don't know. And I don't mean to also poke holes. I haven't seen a single arcane ley line. I don't know how Growlina's doing magic over here. (laughs) It's it's, it's a lot of questions, but they literally, they surge through him, and they come through the earth, and they came from the, like, up above? Which sky? Where are these elements at? No, so I asked you again. So, like, what do you? What about the player character shamans? Then it's the same thing. No, no, you have inherent shaman powers, which the current shamans are using. They're using their own inner shaman powers. Thrall said, "Elements, help me!" His hands reached to the sky, and lightning surged down from above. No, hear me out. This is what it is. He just has a macro that, like, just. Puts in like slash say whenever he uses his cooldowns, and that is it. Oh, so it wasn't actually like the elements helping him; it was himself. He, he, whenever he casts a spell, he says, "Elements." That's why he me. did it at the end of the thing. It'd be real awkward if you had to do like another floor, and you saw him do it every time he did a chain lightning. Yeah, no, it's just like you know those people that just like always have like slash train bound to everything. Same thing, but like Thrall was kind enough to just do it on his major cooldowns. <laughs> oh man alright time for a top two bottom boot medium moot immune kick us off bitch I got myself a top toot this toot, week toot, toot, toot. okay overall my top toot is just the ember court because I have a lot of fun every week when I do it and it's just so different but also this week I don't know if it's always the same like RSVP list that all Venthyr get but like I had Droman on it again um, I don't know who you had, Aaron. Uh, this week I had Sludge Head or whatever, the guy who works the gate at the Ember Maw. And I had the two Kyrian people, Pelagos and Friend. Okay, so I do this weird thing where like I do my Ember Court on Tuesday morning right before reset because I forget about it until then. 
So by this week, I mean technically last week for most normal people, I guess. <laughs> so my, my court this last week was Droman Elioth and Grandmaster Vol. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, so I flew out to meet Grandmaster Vol for the first time, and like his RSVP cost was pretty easy. Literally, you can just pay him 250 gold, and then he's like, okay, I'll be there. And I'm like, cool, that's all That's all I want here. But because I knew that Droman Elliot's like, fucking thing that I complained about last week on the podcast to, like, fly across the world and take, like, 45 minutes of your life to get these berries for her. When I did that, I got six berries at one time. I played the game six times at once. So I have, like, after last week, I had five more berries, and I invited her again this week. I just, like, flew right in there, just gave her some berries, and she came. And I was like, ooh, I'm really proud of myself here. And my top two is just a pat on the back for myself. But also... The fact that I really like the Ember Court, it's fun. And I don't know if I want to upgrade it to level two or what I want to do this week quite yet. I don't I don't know if I want to do that or if I want to save up for something rank three next week. I don't know what's best or what I want. So overall top two for the Ember Court, I think. Let's hear for the Ember Court. It's got my treasure pool. I don't know what that does, but I'm excited to see. Slide whistle, what you got? I did the unthinkable, and I got a top two this week. Whoa, a two. And by unthinkable, I mean I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when because I had to do Battlegrounds. I hit honor level 80, and I am now the unrelenting wild seed. Yeah. Your success powers me to stand next to you and be like, that's good for the show, SEO. If the if the names overlap, you could be the unrelenting Growlina for five seconds. Yeah. What uh, honor level is that again? Eighty-eight zero. Holy shit! I'm like in the thirties somewhere. So like, whew. don't worry. You're three I've times. I've never even tried. Well, don't worry. You're three times as high as Papa Cheese. <laughs> I think about this almost daily. That Papa Cheese, who's been playing since. When did he play? He's basically been playing since beta because he's like 85 years old. And by that, I mean he's like our age, so he's not really that old. But like he's been playing since the beginning of time. Uh, (laughs) So maybe maybe we're old then, I don't know. Realistically, he jumped on in 2005. So it has been 15 years. 16. Holy shit. But anyways, he told us that he is on our level like six at the beginning of this expansion and we're like what the fuck dude like my favorite honor is cumulative so like even like for the honor system now it took into account your current pvp rating he just never did it before which is crazy because i've been getting tiktoks of this guy who plays uh pvp on pvp alliance and my dude he only does pvp he opened his great vault and he only had the three options for pvp he didn't have any raid vault he didn't have any Mythic Plus Vault, which is fine. But his his rating was 1,400. And I'm sitting here like, my dude, I got a higher rating than you do, and I do everything. Like, if you only do PvP, what you, what you doing? You're just doing Battlegrounds all day? Like, are, like <laughs> random Battlegrounds? You, you would think you'd be good at it. I don't know. Like A lot of time means a lot of... I mean, maybe he has no time to do it, I guess. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so I got the Unrelenting, I got my fucking Nightmare Druid forms, I got Nightmare Bear and Nightmare Cat, I'm rocking my my Venthyr-looking set from Castle Nathria, feeling real evil and nasty and red, feeling good. That's really it. Heck That's yeah, brother. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two? Well, I'm glad that you saved me for last, because not only is this a top two, but it actually is a whole other segment in itself. And that what? is the quest for bat. No. Holy shit. Oh my. I thought I was done putting audio in the edit. Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'll, I'll save everyone the three minute long quest for bat song. But it is, baby. I saved up my pennies, my grateful offerings and my animals. And I got the Horrid Dreadwing, which is a big, purple, smooth-looking bat. And it does not look good when it's not flying in the air. Oh my god, though. Like, you had, like... <laughs> okay, there's some somebody's zooming by on their bat, apparently. But you had this quest for... It was quest for a bat before, right? But, like, for a different bat, yeah? <laughs> 
yes, it was well, it was the quest for the hat. Then it was a quest for a bat, which was solved quickly. But yes, this was I as I purchased it, I was like, oh, shit, I did it. The quest for the bat is over again. Holy shit. Season three is bringing it in strong with these old segments here. We did it, but Joe. I, I, I got it. And it's cool, but that means I have to get a lot more money now. I can't raise my Ember Court to anything cool because I have zero manis. I couldn't even do the table because I didn't have the 12 it took to do a mission. No, you poor. But as, as I was, but I'm all good now. And I've got a bat and that's my top toot. All right. Well, with that, we're out of here. If you have any questions, fan mail, if you want to send us more guild invites, if you're the person who sent us the thing saying we're looking for a guild and you need bodies to write with you that aren't on Tuesday and Wednesday, you know what? Maybe we'll join you. Who knows? Send us email at do not relent pod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at do not relent. What about you guys? Where are you at? You can follow me, Alex or immunization on Twitter at new era, Alex. Or you can follow our podcast Instagram account that I'll get to updating again eventually on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter. And you can read our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. It's taken me a month to write one short write up about something that happened two weeks ago, but I'm still in the game, baby. Lady Moonberry is proud to read it. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> and with that, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. And remember, Huff My Duff. You know how sectionalized the show is. I've heard that ending 100 plus times, but <laughs> I can't do it. You do it. I was like, what are we wait? Oh, right. Oh, God, I got to come in here. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC Network representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.